Welcome to the Life Right Here, Inner Medicine Tools for Present Moment Living. I'm your host, Emma Waters, yoga teacher, educator, and inner medicine coach. We'll explore all things yoga, Ayurveda, and contemplative practice to give you practical tools and insight to reduce overwhelm, soothe the nervous system, and remind you of who you are at your core, right here in this moment. The Life Right Here is your weekly prescription of peace, presence, and power. Let's tune in. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode 36 of the Life Right Here podcast. I hope your week has been a lovely one. As this episode lands, it is the second day of winter here in the Southern Hemisphere. The nights and early mornings are much cooler, but today is actually just a spectacular day in Byronshire. Big blue skies, warm sun, it just feels very expansive. I've actually got a really simple, short episode today, centred around this season we now find ourselves beginning in Australia. I find these days, probably because of my interest in Ayurveda, that when a new season begins, I feel like I want to pause, reflect and decide how to best move into the new energy that a season brings. Because each season brings with it a unique set of qualities that can either pacify us or aggravate us. And that could be physically or mentally, but also just in terms of our inner life our sense of being. It's really important to remember that your local climate is a key player in your overall state of balance and well-being. And we don't get a particularly cold winter here. Uh, It's a subtropical climate, but it's definitely much cooler than summer. And as I just said, the temperatures just dropped here the past few days. It's been cold, clear, light. And at yoga, actually, in my morning classes, the air conditioner, I just use that to heat the room comfortably and then we practice without it on. But the hall is freezing when we get in there, or feels freezing. (laughs) I'm sure it's not zero degrees. But the air conditioner is not working this week. And so we've been practicing strongly to bring the inner heat. It's been a bit like boot camp this week in the yoga hall. But it also really brought back memories Wonderful memories, really, of India when my close friend from uni, Felicity, and I travelled to Rishikesh and practised yoga for a few months there in winter and was in this dark, windowless, there might have been a window, but to me there was no windows, I can't remember any windows in there, it was really dark, cement room and it was freezing and people would wear multiple layers of clothes in the morning and we'd just gradually peel them back as we warmed up. There was definitely no heating in that room, but that room just holds such a sacred space in my memory. Um, And the cold hall right now is bringing back those vibes for me. It's so interesting to just notice what triggers memories from our past. Anyway, that's a bit of sidetracking, a bit of nostalgia. (laughs) But that room is where my absolute passion for yoga truly began. But back to winter here. 
When we look to nature in winter, the energy feels different, more sparse. There's a drawing inward. And depending where you live, the trees may have lost all their leaves. It's still pretty green up here. But vegetation in many places in winter, it stores energy in its roots. And so according to Ayurveda, winter carries just this subtle invitation to redirect our own energies. This is a time to rest, reflect, hold space, to vision, hibernate, and withdraw some of your outwardly focused energy and redirect it inward. And that's easier said than done, isn't it? <laughs> the pace of life can be frantic, but with a little intention and really committing to accepting that invitation from Mother Nature, we can experience a real renewal during winter, ready to come back to life, so to speak, in spring. A while back, I heard a podcast where they talked about the concept of wintering as a verb. Catherine May, she's a British author, has a book by that title, and I haven't read it yet, but it's called Wintering, The Power of Rest and Retreat in Difficult Times. So she's not necessarily talking about the season of winter, although she does. It's also those about those other times in life where we tune out or we have to draw back from the world a little bit. Hard times. And I was really drawn to the idea of this. Um, she essentially describes wintering as a respite that our bodies need. And also of wintering as a state of mind. And... As I said, it's not always in the season of winter, but that's my focus for today. It can be in different seasons of our life. And I just wanted to read out a passage from the book that I really liked. I heard her read this part on the podcast. And she says, Plants and animals don't fight the winter. They don't pretend it's not happening and attempt to carry on living the same lives they lived in the summer. They prepare. They adapt. They perform extraordinary acts of metamorphosis to get them through. Wintering is a time of withdrawing from the world, maximising scant resources, carrying out acts of brutal efficiency and vanishing from sight. But that's where the transformation occurs. Winter is not the death of the life cycle, but it's crucible. It's a time for reflection and recuperation, for slow replenishment, for putting your house in order, doing these deeply unfashionable things, slowing down, letting your spare time expand, getting enough sleep, resting. It's a radical act now, but it's essential. So the purpose of this episode as we head into this season, the physical season, the earth's season, uh, and it can act as a container for reflection, for recuperation and slow replenishment. The purpose is to start to think about how you could use this season to renew and transform your energies. I heard the other day that 2023 is the year of just this ultra exhaustion and doctors even have a term tired all the time is it any wonder 
after the radical shifts in the world the past few years and the fact that really many of us have not had time to process them properly. It's overwhelming. Catherine May believes that we must learn to invite the winterings in. But if it's not something specific in our lives that's enforcing a wintering, can we just naturally take the energy of winter to explore ways to reflect, recuperate and replenish ourselves? Embracing that energy rather than wishing it was summer again. So this might be a great point to grab your journal if you've got one or a pen and paper. And if you're driving or something, maybe just mentally reflect on this. You could always come back to it later. If you can just sit still for a moment, you might take a few deep breaths. Just settle yourself and you can take longer than I'm giving you. You might hit pause and just take a moment, soften into whatever shape you're sitting in. and Just tune into your body here. And I have a few questions for you to reflect on and then take little actions towards. But the action is going to be around pairing back, simplifying, slowing down. So first question, what three qualities would you like to cultivate in winter that reflect the energies of the season? What's going to help you to cultivate those qualities? Number two, what area or areas of your life are calling on you to take a closer look, to reflect and make a change in? And maybe it's the one that's calling out the loudest that you start with. The third question, what's the first step towards making the change that's being asked? Keep it a super small step. Number four, how can you recuperate this winter. Other words for recuperate, recover, revive or heal. What could you do daily? Something really small. And then what bigger thing could you do maybe weekly to restore your energies? Number five, what replenishes you? I just love that word replenish. <laughs> it's like nourish. I love that too. They're both ish words. Maybe I like the sound of it, but <laughs> I just think of something being like filled back up is replenishment to me or topped back up so that we can give from a full cup. And the opposite of that is depletion. So just maybe you create a list of things that you know replenish you and you know what does. I don't even need to tell you that. Because what replenishes you might be slightly different to what replenishes me, although I think there are universal things like sleep and rest that replenish everyone. It might be reading in the winter sun on the weekend, getting an early night, staying off screens for a few days, or just preparing really nourishing food. Make a list of these like a replenishment menu and commit to doing something from it as often as you can. When our life is fast paced and we're looking after families or we have a demanding job, our life, oh, sometimes, I don't know, it feels like you're held hostage. We feel like we can't do that thing that replenishes us or we don't have a choice. But whose responsibility is our replenishment, renewal and rejuvenation? It's ours. So while I 
totally understand how challenging it is to make the space for yourself, you are the only one that's going to make that happen. And as Catherine May described, it's a radical act. It feels subversive, but a revolution is in order, I feel, or we will continue to be exhausted, tired all the time, and depleted. And no one is living the life they want to live when they feel that way. They are asking something of us, our winterings, Catherine May says. And so what is this season of winter asking of you? It can be a tiny little change, five, ten minutes. I'd love to hear how you plan to winter this year. I love winter as a verb. It just feels really intentional. It's cosy. It's got great potential to restore us for the life of spring. So share with me, message me on Instagram at Jali Yoga and Coaching or send me an email. The link is in the show notes to tell me what's on your replenishment menu this winter. I'm thinking reading in the sun. I liked that one. Rugged up walks in nature, hot drinks and plenty of restorative yoga and yoga nidra. Don't forget, I've got many other episodes here that will support you to rest this winter season. Episode 25 in particular, the tranquil posture, and episode 19, a yoga nidra practice, are two that stand out as perfect for wintering. So be sure to revisit those regularly. Have a great weekend. I hope you can start this process of wintering straight away. Let's just jump straight into it. Get maximum wintering, the full three months. (laughs) And I'll be back next week. Thank you for being here, my friends. Bye for now.